Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Hour podcast. I am your host, Miss Kev on stage, and I am joined by my husband and co-host. The Kev on stage. And we are joined by two very special guests that I am just so freaking excited that they are here. Melanie and Seth Studley. Yup. Yo, what's up? I'm so excited. They are the um, host of Anatomy of Marriage podcast. Everyone always asks me, Melissa, what are the marriage podcasts you listen to? And your names are always on my list. Um, So this is one of the podcasts that I love and adore. I love and adore them, even though I just met them. 10 minutes ago um but i'm so excited to have you both here you see seth is here with his seahawks hat because they're from our hometown ish of um (laughs) seattle washington um and i'm just so excited yeah 206 that's right i'm so excited so before we even get to the that or this question if you wouldn't mind like introducing yourselves who you are tell us a little bit about your backstory how the podcast came to be all of the things okay i'll try to do it quickly so my name's seth i'm a licensed marriage and family therapist for about 12 years. We've been together for 15 years. Mm-hmm. I'm from South Carolina and just trying to make this thing work. Yeah, and I'm Melanie Studley. I'm from Seattle, Washington. And we started the podcast because about five years into our marriage, we had a terrible, terrible, terrible time. Seth confessed that he had been looking at pornography and lying. Seth, <laughs> you were looking at that booty on that on internet. You were on that porno. But this right. was uh, literally when I was holding our second child, who was two weeks old, when he confessed, Seth. and I was like, I lost my mind. Seth. I know. But that was like, that was like, not even, not say. even the thing about oh, yeah, like yeah. our marriage. We were just like, we were out of control. We oh, that was just wacky. one of many. That, that was just like the, the tiny the snow snowflake. Straw that, was like, that broke the camel's back. And yeah. then she gave me a black eye. Yeah. I caught a, a hard right hook from her. You sucked him? For real. I'm the yeah. dead, homie. I've been looking at poor Bob. What's up? You won't look at your eyes closed, will you? No. <laughs> now, now you can't see that stuff. Yeah, right? But so we made the podcast that we wish we had had when we went through all that time. Because yeah. when we went through it, we was like, we're just such a mess. And everything that's out there is for like happy couples who love each mm-hmm. other. And I'm like, what do you do when you hate, mm-hmm. hate your husband? So that's why we made our show. Yeah. And the whole thing, like, because I'm a marriage and family therapist. Therapist, yeah. So I learned some stuff. I knew some stuff. So we bring that into it, bring the clinical piece, and then just like we try to be as real as possible. Yeah, and just real and raw and like out there. real. Yeah. Quick so, question yeah. before we go on, and I won't do this a lot, but are you ever <laughs> like, don't be bringing no therapy stuff in here, Seth. I am not your patient. It's, I'm your ooh. wife. Ooh. When we first got married, yeah. he yeah. was like, Diagnosing me with everything. Right. You're she had everything. You have a whatever. I mean, it was literally everything. I'm like, shut <laughs> it. But, but, we, na- but now she up. brings it. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. You're a therapist, dude. Like, let's let's get this going. Got so, it. Got yeah. It. Okay. Which I bet you do that. Yeah, I, I am that it. person. Anytime we're in any dynamics together, I'm always like, let's talk about your relationships. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about why don't you love them? Why don't you speak about your yeah. feelings? Why aren't you vulnerable? Everybody's like, I don't want to have this conversation. Yeah. Um, Man, but I do this all the time. <laughs> yes. Literally, I'm like that with everybody all of the time. <laughs> it's literally my favorite thing to do, actually. Mm. Um, so I, one of the reasons that um, I'm so excited to have you here and I've been a fan of the show for honestly a few years now is because I actually said this to Melanie our first conversation I'm like you're like the black or the white version of me and Kevin uh-huh. like that's how I feel like you guys are um, even saying um, I you created your podcast wishing you created the podcast you wish you had when you were going through mm-hmm. part of the reason we do what, what, what the reason we do what we do is kind of the same it comes from that same place in that when we got married I struggled a lot with um, sexuality because of um, just the shame and all all of that and child we're tap dancing on both of our episodes i'm so excited <laughs> um but a lot of the shame that i internalized growing up in the purity movement to be honest and i carried that with me unknowingly into my marriage and it had a horrible effect and so when i would go to marriage enrichment and women's classes and all of these things everyone has on this face of perfection yeah. and i'm like you mean to tell me that I'm the only one struggling with this. I mean, of course, then I didn't have that attitude. It was more like, oh, my God, I'm the only one going through this. I cannot believe no one else has this all problem. It's just me. So that brings like isolation and shame and all of these things. And the moment I like educated myself and started reading books and all of those things. And then I opened up and said, this is my story. So many women were like me to yep. you know and so just that being that related that relatability and letting people know like you're not alone has been like my number one mission anytime anybody even asks me for advice I'm always like the first things first you're not alone mm-hmm. first things first this is very common just like level setting because once you get in your own head about that child mm-hmm. it's hard to heal yeah, yeah. Then you got that tape recorder going and yes. it just never freaking shuts up and like one of the thing like in in therapy it's like what we do with our show and what you guys do with your show is you normalize yes. this stuff. Like, oh, you too? Yep, me too. And like one of the, the one of y'all's episodes that I just like loved was when you were talking about uh, the title was Kev is a wreck, you know? Yes. And like Man. you were sharing all that stuff. It's like, oh, okay. He he gets it, he's sharing it. Yeah. And like when we when we feel like we can relate to somebody else in that way, okay, I'm not hiding stuff, they're not hiding stuff, we're just normal. Let's just chill and like talk about it. It's like so so powerful. And Absolutely. I think your guys' show does that 100%. And our, we, we try to do that with our 100% show. 100% I agree. Yep. 100% yep. I agree. So I'm so excited. Thank you guys again for being here. You guys are going to love them. Make sure that you check them out. Everything will be in the description box below. But before we like get fully into our topic, we always start with a that or this question um, submitted from our listeners. If you would like to submit, please go to or send an email to hello at thelovehour.com. This is the question. Um, would you rather use rationed 75 sheets a day or less two or three ply toilet paper or unlimited supply of one ply toilet paper and these are the caveats you cannot wet stack roll on your hand or otherwise alter the toilet paper besides balling it up Balling it up is actually not the most efficient way to use toilet paper, but nope. I digress. Um, you also cannot use wipes. 
washes or soap of any kind or take any additional showers or baths. Oh, come on. Nor alternate methods like cloth towels, Kleenex, or paper towels. You also cannot share each other's daily ration, and this scenario does not apply to your kids. You can't borrow from them either. <laughs> Somebody thought about this. Listen, yeah. I always love when they're like, okay, asterisk, read the fine print. 75 squares a day? 75 squares a day of two or three ply or unlimited supply of one ply. I'm not going to lie. I know off the back. Wait, let's do our guests first. We're trying to do better, okay? Don't be in the comments talking about y'all take over. Shut up. Well, don't take over and they won't be in the Hello? comments. Hello? You shut up too. <laughs> 75, that seems like a lot. And it's two-ply, so I think I'll go with that. I go with that. Me too. Yeah. I mean, right? I'm taking my risk with two-ply. One-ply. Yeah. Uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's if sick. your nails go through <laughs> and then you can't take a shower, I'm done. Nope. For this reason, but you I'm can out. wash your hands. <laughs> For this reason, I'm out. Unlimited one-ply. Unlimited one-ply. I be boo-booing. <laughs> I, can't, I can't risk. I don't even know how many squares I go through. Mm. You get one square to use at a time, though. Of one ply, of one but it's ply. unlimited. You're not, it's only one square at a time. Get, is that what you said? Ooh. No, Josh, you're adding in caveats. No, no, no. You can you ball can it use, up. Yeah, you can ball it up, so okay. you can use more than. You can't stack though. You can't. Make, you can't put the plies together to make three ply. Right. I just can't risk not having enough because I'd be boo booing every day. <laughs> That's one thing you want don't want to do. Yeah. If you I've run out, there. what do you, you can't just go out with mud butt for the rest <laughs> of the day? You sit there and panic and look around. Yeah. You can't take a shower. With all this stuff, you all be like, oh, just take a shower, open up my butt. But you can't even open up your butt. <laughs> and literally. Who thought? She she thought too much about it. Like, I wanted to ask you could take a shower to wash your butt out. Nope. <laughs> Ain't no butt wash out. I love I that. I can't risk not having enough. Because some days are heavier than others. I literally cannot. We're done with this conversation. Um, I quickly, like while we're talking cream, about. soft serve. And you just pull it down. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> right, guys? Huh? People don't be booing every day. That's the problem. Y'all ain't regular. Not <laughs> booing. While we're talking day. about regularity and comfort, I really want to tell you guys about my favorite bra of all time, Third Love. You guys know how I feel about them. I actually just got a testimonial, and the lady was like, I worked a full 10 hour shift or something like that, got home, and my first reaction wasn't to like take the bra off. And I was like, I've been told y'all. <laughs> I've been. Ben told y'all the bra you travel with is the bra that you enjoy period like anything that you can travel with is what you really like in real life because you never want to take any risk when you travel you always want to take your tried and true that's how I feel about third love and what is so great is that they offer more than 70 sizes you can take their signature um fit quiz they have half cup sizes it's amazing and it's comfortable like at the end of the day that's all we really want as women comfort please just don't stab me don't, i just don't want to feel like i'm about to die please just make this comfortable and that's what they do third love has a 100 percent fit guarantee every customer has 60 days to wear it wash it and put it to the test and if you don't love it return it and third love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need listen you get comfort and like warm and fuzzies in your heart comfort this is and, fantastic and charity 
comfort and charity. I like it. Uh, returns Aww. and exchanges are free and easy. Third love, third love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they are offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash love hour now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash love hour for 15% off today. And really quickly, I want to tell you guys about my book club, um, Melissa's book club booze. I'm really excited about, but in it, I am doing a giveaway and I'm giving away a third love bra. So if you have not joined link will be in the description box below. Okay. We're done with that. Let's go into the topic. And Mm -hmm. so what we want to do is talk about, um, it'll be kind of two ply, but we'll talk to ply. Two ply, don't bother me. Um, it'll twofold is maybe the better word. It's all circling back to this. Um, but we want to talk about like conflict resolution. But before we even get to there, um, you guys will, um, or I'll have you guys introduce like a beginning, a conflict that you had early on in your relationship and kind of giving us that background, even though we kind of tip dance on it um, earlier. And then we can lead into um, some... Um, or you can give steps on how to resolve when you're at like a standstill, something that's like, you know, a strategy to help you overcome that based mm-hmm. on your own personal experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was a good introduction. Okay, yeah. go for it. <laughs> okay, so instead of like going back to a problem like we had, you know, a minute ago, let's mm-hmm. do like some real stuff. Okay. Like like current. Like right. one of the things, and maybe Kev, you can kind of jam on this, is like uh, sometimes I don't say what I'm feeling, mm-hmm. you know, right away. And I'm just like, ah, it's, it's cool, you know, and then like a week, a month later, it kind of blows up. I'm like, you do this and you do that, right? Yep. So what I'm working on is like, all right, what is my truth? And I, I you know, what's what's that thing that you're doing? Is, is it like um, speak your truth or you were talking about something? Just you're say only, it. Just, just say oh it. My, just right. say it campaign. You just say it, right? Yes. So it's like, okay, I'm going to do that too. So just I'm say like, it. What did I say? <laughs> but you can you can say it like I could come at her sideways and be like, ah, so you true. know, you always do this or you never yep. do that, which is two words we're not supposed to use mm-hmm. always because you're not always doing something right. and you're not never doing sure. something, right? So don't use those two words. I'm never tripping, still tipping though. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, so um, what? Yeah, just say it. So what is my truth in that? And I've been trying to work on that. So mm-hmm. one way that I do that is this: uh, we use this intervention called the clearing structure. Mm-hmm. And what that does is you, you can jump in if you want to explain it too. Well, I want to talk about how we came. We did not create the clearing structure. It's mm-hmm. a therapeutic technique that sets the therapist mm-hmm. and so he we, we just tweaked it yeah we it came up in like i don't know it was several episodes into our podcast and he was like oh we should use a clearing structure to blah 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 i'm like what is that what is that yeah i mean it doesn't sound like very clear what it is even i agree and so he he got this sheet and it's like i feel this way because you this and i whatever and it seems really clinical and weird and like hard to follow mm-hmm. but when we worked through it it really clarified it brought clarity to the thing that we were struggling with and so he was like yeah let's let's talk about it on the show let's introduce this idea so that's how we that's how i learned about it was through him because mm-hmm. it's a, a therapeutic tool and so then we adapted it and slowly started using it <clears throat> excuse me and talking about it more on our show mm-hmm. and so as we've worked through it we've actually um, we've done live episodes where we share uh, like actual problems that we're walking through. So what was the one that we just did? We mm. did two episodes about doing the clearing structure in real time. Okay. 
And um, what was it about? We didn't uh. even know what we fight about. <laughs> well, I, that's I, often what happens. Yeah. I know. It's like, then you're done. You're like, yeah. what are we even talking yeah. about? Yeah. Um, okay. So one of them was like, maybe I get irritated or something and just kind of defer to whatever she does. Cause I'm like, you know, it's sometimes just easier not to fight. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And so I've been working on being like, okay, be present because the more that I can be present, then I'll be present with other relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the clearing structure is like, okay, say Melanie did something like, Hey, when you uh, were, oh, you know, I know what it was. Oh. It was that you were like Melanie when you, when you're like a robot and you don't care about me and you're just trying to get stuff done. I don't feel loved. That's exactly so what we, I was going to yeah. say. So when she's like all business, when mm-hmm. she's like way up here, business mind, like we got to do this for the show, we got to edit this and do this, and did you call so and so? Or like, like we got first kids appointments the, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like I come at him just like here's the to do list, list, right? Like even in the morning, not even like no good morning hug or kiss. I'm like. I'd be, be saying that. Right? Would and you be saying? I, <laughs> Melissa, I told Melissa when she is very laser focused mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. So if she has like drop the boys off, go to an appointment, and mm-hmm. meet up the office, she'll just walk out the house. Right. Oh yeah. Well. I'd be like, girl, can you hug me, kiss me, let right? me know you love mm-hmm. me? She's like, no, bye. Yeah. Just like I am leaving now. <laughs> I'm gone. I'd be like, girl, hug my neck. Let me smell your perfume. That's right. Let me grab your booty on the way out. Let me have a little softness before yeah. you go. So she has to go back and be like, hello, Kevin. I love you. Bye. You know what I mean? Because it's me not second nature. Tell me what that feels nature. like. What does that feel like for you? Um, it's unnatural and it's awkward. And I'll tell you why my uh, five love languages, my lowest love language is physical touch. And so I don't need it. Yeah. I don't crave it. I don't need it at all. I don't need that like connection um physically Mm. and so it doesn't it's it feels robotic because it's like oh this is important to him let me go back and make sure i do this it sounds like aliens like this is important human interaction yes (laughs) goodbye human um, what is that that instagram yes that's so funny hello fellow being you need touch touch (laughs) hello fellow being of close proximity Oh. Okay, so th- yeah, that's like no good Let's morning, nothing. It's just straight mm-hmm. to business. So I feel you on that one, Kev. Um, and I was like, okay, when when you do that, and if my p- listeners can go look at the clearing structure, mm-hmm. so they'll get Tell an idea of what. Tell us where you can find these resources. Mm-hmm. Oh, just anatomyofmarriage.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or you can get in the app, which we're going to talk all about that in okay. a minute, mm-hmm. but keep mm-hmm. on. So it's like, um, so the, the purpose of the clearing structure is okay, I'm just gonna talk about my feelings. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna make I statements. Like you said earlier, like, okay, when Melanie does this, I feel a certain way. Like, I'm not coming at her sideways. Like, mm-hmm. you always do this, and why do you do that? So it's not like blaming or mm-hmm. critical or anything like that. It's so that's just, just explaining your feelings. Mm-hmm. Just explaining your feelings. When this action happens, it, it makes me feel this way. Exactly. We kind of do that with the narrative I'm telling myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that gives you an opportunity to say that's not necessarily what I've been trying to do, mm-hmm. but but that's the way it's being interpreted, right. which is what you have to adjust for, mm-hmm. whether it's your intention or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Melanie, when you hit me first thing in the morning with like business, oh, I, I sure feel. Say, when I, you hit me, I, no, I no. Like, when you punch my eye, it hurt my eye. I feel pain and no. I it lost. That was vision. only once. Thank God. <laughs> that was only once. No, when when you hit me with business first thing in the morning, it makes me feel like we're not connecting, and it just has to turn my brain on right away. And what's the second one? Um, and what I make up about that is like, I'm just your roommate or business partner. Got what it. I want from you is to be like, hey, let's just chill for a minute, check in. More connection. More mm-hmm. connection, maybe you know, physical touch or a little kiss or whatever. And what I want for myself from that is to feel like, okay, we're cool. Mm-hmm. I can 
we're right. cool mm-hmm. because yes. a lot of times like when we're when we're cool with our partner at least for maybe me maybe you two care yeah, yeah, or men yeah. it's like okay if i'm cool here then everything else is just cake the rest mm-hmm. of the day right yeah. and what i what i want from myself is that to feel connected and then what else well, and then, I, and then I, what I want from you, so you're saying mm-hmm. all your feelings, and then it's like, hey, you know, I'm not coming at you weird, but what I want from you is to just more, that more connection. Mm-hmm. And if she can hear it with clear ears, then it usually works really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and the whole, again, the whole goal is clarity. Like you're clarifying what is it that he's so upset about, and then how can he communicate that to me in a way that I hear? Because mm-hmm. we, and then, and here's the coolest part. So I listened to y'all's episode about communication, mm-hmm. and I can't, I don't remember, what, it was a recent Effective one. communication. I can't yeah. remember mm-hmm. what the top, but it yeah. was just all about communication. And as you guys were talking, you said something about, what was it, you called it anger vomit or something? Yes. You said you don't want to anger vomit on somebody, mm-hmm. and then you were talking about coming sideways at somebody. You mm-hmm. give them emotional whiplash, and as I'm, li- I'm not joking. I was listening. I was like, oh, they're filling in the pieces of the clearing structure that have been missing, like all because I hadn't had it like sandwiched in, because I've done the clearing structure with Seth, where it is like, see. Like I just hit you upside yeah. the head with this clearing structure. Yeah. You like that? And it's not just do anything that, good. Right. It didn't do anything good. No, you can like, do it the wrong way. I was doing sure. it the wrong way. Right. And so I expanded the clearing structure after listening to y'all's episode and nice. I added in like the sort of soft um soft oh, the soft, soft entry. entry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded yep. weird real yeah. all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, didn't sound right. But so yeah, we it starts out now with like here are the things that I value about you. I'm so thankful. Like you're a good husband. You help take yes. the kids to school or whatever. Sorry, yeah. no, <laughs> sorry, no. that was I, the first time she said. I was like, yeah, yeah. But so yeah. then it goes through. It goes through your um, like. Here's what I think about you. I'm I'm so thankful for you. Then it says, but here's what I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And it clarifies when you do this thing. I feel this way. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into the steps of how we can change that. So. What I really wanted to have happen was when, you know, you you would say this to me, in the morning, maybe you hug me, maybe you kiss me, maybe we spend five minutes before we do any business, yeah. we just like love on each other for five minutes. Yes. That would feel good to me. Mm-hmm. And so it gives you actionable steps. And then in the app, so uh, once, I, once I listened to y'all's episode and I was like super inspired, I talked to my app developer guy uh-huh. friend and uh, he was like, I can make that into a thing where it actually takes all the stuff you've written out and turns it into a paragraph that you read to your partner. Wow. Uh-huh. So Oh, so you Literally. input your feelings and it yes. gives you like a script? And it yep. gives you a list of feelings in case you don't really know. We just found this. I totally found this thing on Twitter. You want me to stop? No, go for it. I'm <laughs> excited it, it about it. It was like that. a wheel of feelings. Yeah. And it because we we only really like mad, sad. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell pissed. you, yeah. I'm cutting you off. <laughs> Listeners. I gave you the chance. I know. I gave you the chance. I'm not taking your chance. I'm creating my own. Because this is what happens comments begin into your head and so it, it it creates a different dynamic because I'm trying to adjust for what they want so what I'm telling y'all is I'm cutting him off mm, yeah uh, you play the baby joker yes so um, <laughs> I, I know what you're about to say but I wanted to say this because we just went to a marriage retreat mm-hmm. um couple weekends ago and one of the things that I said and something that I've actually done is literally looked up emotions Mm. and gone through because a lot of times what happens this is actually what we were saying in in the marriage retreat is that a lot of times what happens is you have you don't you can't identify how you're actually feeling Mm -hmm. and so it just comes across as an attitude so it just comes across as anger because you don't know how to say oh 
that's loneliness that mm. I'm feeling. Oh, that's um, uh, uh, resentment that yeah. you don't always have the language to articulate. All you know is something's off. <clears throat> He's what's off. So now I'm mad at him. <laughs> and the thing is, having an attitude is not an actionable item. Exactly. Right. To just be sitting there like, Yep. Exactly. Black girl lips. <laughs> yes. Like, and I, and, and as a husband, sometimes she had like. Luckily, we're not. This is not happening as much. But this is a very recent thing. Like, she would just be having an attitude, and I'd see, it and I'd be like, man, oh, you're not gonna talk about it. I'm right. not gonna go in there digging, prodding, because right. when I try to prod and prime you, it just makes you more frustrated. It makes it worse. I'm gonna go do something else that mm -hmm. makes me happy. If you're gonna be pissed off, be pissed off. Right. And if you want to calm down later and talk about it, you can. And then it can start building resentment on the other side because right. like it's probably one of these three things. But I don't know, it, or it's something new. If you gonna just if you if you can't at least give me the opportunity to you know deal with it, yeah. then just be pissed off. I watch Seinfeld. <laughs> That's it, a hard one. It yeah. is so hard, and so being able to half the battle is arming yourself with the language to articulate what's going on with you. Yeah. That's half the battle, and that is some work you have to and do. And that is what you the have party. to do. Yep. So going through and finding the emotions wheel or going and finding like a, a list of all of these um, these emotions so you can say, this is what's wrong with me. And now being able to say, in the morning when you approach me like this, I feel unloved versus you don't care, you don't do this, now I got an attitude, now you're gonna ask me to do something, I'm gonna give you the cold shoulder, don't talk to me. And you just go through with this attitude instead of having an adult conversation saying, so listen, mm -hmm. this is what happened this morning. This is how I interpreted what happened. I don't wanna feel like this. This is what I need for you. And the reasons why I need this from you is because this makes me feel like this. Can we do that, yes or no? Mm -hmm. yeah. That's so much more productive than going through 48 hours of having an attitude. Yeah. And you know what, that happens, oh sorry. Um, <laughs> we're gonna let y'all talk. See, we're taking over, yeah. No, 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 no. I just wanna, there was a specific time where Melissa was working on that and she, and she did it. Like I remember I was going to a, uh, I was heading out the door to a podcast. She asked me something and I jumped in and just, here's the answer. Mm -hmm. Boom, 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 this is what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And then I left. And I knew she, I, I knew when I was leaving, I was like, oh, she, <laughs> like, she's mad about something, but I didn't know. So on my drive to the podcast, she was like, when you said that to me, it made me feel like you didn't care how I felt. Mm -hmm. it, was a, it came across condescending. It made me feel like this. If here's another way you could have talked to me and give you the same information that would make me feel mm. like you value me, not I am one of your employees. Right. And that's one of the things that we've been struggling with uh, ever since we had full time jobs last year. And then we both went into biz, you know, this yeah. business together and that relationship of me running a team of people who ask me questions and I need to answer them. Mm -hmm. And and a wife who's like, first of all, I ain't your little employee. Ain't no benefits at this job. You know what I'm saying? So that change was like, okay, now I understand how you made me feel. It's not just you're pissed off. Yeah. Because yeah. now you're pissed off. Okay, well, I can't do anything right, about that's not pissed mm -hmm. off. Mm -hmm. yeah. Continue. And no, one thing I was going to say, like when we get our own internal attitudes, you know what we go back, what we always de default to if we're not aware of it? Family of origin stuff. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, this is my favorite topic. Yeah, right. Yeah. So like how did your mom or dad or, you know, the, the, the adults that you spent the most time with, how did they react to stuff? You know, where they're like, well, you know have an attitude all the time or did they talk about it? I know in my family, like in the South, you you yell at people and then you're okay, oh, you know? And like that's the opposite of her family, but my default is like hold it in, hold it in, blow up, mm -hmm. and she's like destroyed. I'm like, what, we're cool, right? You know, yeah. I'm like, no, that's not you how it works. You do a giant explosion and then yeah. you repair, and I'm like, I do yeah. not. The last <laughs> thing I wanna do is bug you right now. <laughs> right, right. Like right. It, yeah. But that but family of origin, that's how we, we came up. And, it, and if yeah. we don't, 
like educate ourselves around that and be intentional mm-hmm. around it, we're always going to go back to that, True. which is which is hard to undo. But it's just like relearning stuff. It you is know? absolutely just absolutely and relearning. One of the things I was going to say that I also got from y'all's episode was that you mentioned taking a I think you called it like taking a break or a pause between mm-hmm. like talking about something. Yes. So that is something I worked into the bottom of the clearing structure. The new version is when can we talk about this? Like, do you want to talk about it now? Yes. Are we in an okay place to talk about it now? And if not, when? Yes. Um, and p- part of the reason for that is that a lot of times if I'm super heated, I want to talk about it, but I really just want to fight. Yes. Like, I'm, I actually don't want to solve yes. the problem. I'm just like, oh, I got all this energy. Yes. Like, what? Look what I can do. Um, that so that's is such not- a great, honest thing. Like, yes. I just want to fight with you. I do. I want to argue. Someone That'll said, make me feel better. Yeah, at a party, somebody said, I love a good fight. And I was like, oh my gosh. No, that, I that, never <laughs> even thought of that. I that, do that, too. That, that takes some introspective, like, yeah. honesty. Mm-hmm. It does. And like... Her style, like, um, I'm conflict avoidant, and like, her wanting to fight, and I was like looking at her, I'm like, you want to fight? Yeah. What? No. It feels the last really con- thing like in do. a way it feels super connected. Sure, I get it's that. It's like no. Yeah. exciting, I get, yeah, right? I get it. No, man. But yeah, so that was part of like we worked it into the clearing structure at the end where you actually, you know, you say, when are we going to talk about this? You know, if if you don't want to talk about it now, that's fine. But it does. It takes a lot of self-awareness. Yeah. It takes a lot of ability to like slow stuff down or like you said, you're conflict avoidant as well. So yeah. maybe it takes energy to actually speed it up, Spe- yeah. put it on a calendar. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then also, and I'm not trying to like talk about the app a bunch, but one of the features in the app is marriage meetings yeah. where you actually jot down things like, okay, we need to talk about that clearing structure conversation at Tuesday at nine. I love it. But the best part about that is that maybe when you wrote that down on Saturday, you were mad right. as a hornet mm. come Tuesday at nine. You're like, Maybe I was just not right. mad and right maybe now. it's no big deal. And maybe I'm, yes. yeah. And so it, it avoids lots of fights because yes. you're like, I, I actually am not going to act on every impulse I have to fight. Mm. Um, instead, I'm going to like put it on a calendar and right. see if yeah. it really does matter or mm-hmm. if I was just like PMSing or whatever. Right. Yeah. I think that's so important because I think it's a balancing act, right? Because mm-hmm. for some of us, um, not talking about it is just avoidance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for some of us, talking about it can wind up being unproductive. So finding out where you fall in that, where I don't want to talk about it, really, I'm trying to avoid it, or I want to talk about it just because I want to fight. Mm-hmm. And so finding out, again, where you fall so that way you can come to the middle and have this um, conversation that is productive Mm -hmm. and not just yelling and screaming at each other and that's hard because when you grow up very churchy one of the things that you often hear is not to go to sleep what is it don't let the the sun set set on your anger anger. Mm -hmm. and so we feel this need to have this conversation right now and I'm always like don't do it because at the end of the day you need to honor the the institution of marriage the way that God sees and so if you're looking at it from a biblical perspective and you're just like we need to have this conversation not go to bed because that's what the Bible says and then you have the conversation and you're fussing and cussing at each other mm-hmm. how productive was that it's is not, that really what the Bible honoring? Said, do it. exactly <laughs> Shut the, uh, exactly <laughs> so it's like wait what girl make it make sense right. and so being able to identify low-key I'm like way too heated right now to have a conversation that's productive Mm -hmm. so let's take a break and pencil something in Mm -hmm. and that allows you again not only to calm down but really do that work and say what's really bothering Mm -hmm. me what's really going on what is the feeling that I have that I need to get out to him because nine times out of ten it's not an isolated event it's not no. just this. It is something that is stemming from several things that are going on. And it's one feeling that's strung throughout. Identify that. Mm-hmm. So you can have that conversation. Not like, 
on this day at this time you did this and I was upset well let me argue tick for tat why I did that and why you did that and we're going back and forth talking about this when it's really something up here mm-hmm. right yeah mm-hmm. it's always a bigger issue um what I was thinking about this this thing in therapy we call the pursuer uh, distancer dynamic yes I've heard like, you guys talk about this yeah mm-hmm. so like you're like come on we we can't let the sun go down you're like yes we can you know and then you're trying harder and Kev might be like yo you know, yeah, you kind of even and then, more. And then you mm-hmm. just go and go and go. So when Melanie does that, she's got like, you know, her claws at coming at me. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. get yeah. away. And then she sees that as like, oh, I'll just try harder. I'll just push yeah. harder. You know, and it's like it's like that, um, you know, uh, old school Mario Brothers, you know, that ghost. Like if, if you look <laughs> yeah. if you look away from it, it chases you. Yeah. You know? And then if you face it, it stops. Yeah. You know? So if you just identify and be like, Okay, listen. We got to table this. You know, right. we got to go to bed or whatever. Right. That Don't. is a hilarious. That's yeah, hilarious. I love that. I just thought it it made me think of a. Have you ever had a um? What are those called? A terrier? Like a, those dogs? Like a? Oh, uh huh. What was Patty? Our dog was Jack a Russell. Jack Russell Terrier. That dog was the most annoying dog, and all she did was like badger you and wanted to get get a thing and dig, and she would like chew the doors up. That's how I feel when I'm not like, mm-hmm. and I will use the clearing structure as a way to get all that energy out, out. of myself mm-hmm. and not put it all over Seth because I'm like tearing him up just because right. I'm bored. Yeah, but and yeah. it's so important to recognize <laughs> that it's a tool. Um, that you can either weaponize or it's a tool that you can use and it's something that is productive. Because you can take anything and make it good or make it bad. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So recognizing just because you went through these steps doesn't mean the out you did it correctly mm-hmm. and the outcome is going to be something productive because you went in there like, yeah. you know? Um, so recognizing that I think is actually really, really important. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for this conversation. I think we're talking about really, really good stuff. I hope y'all feel the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also want to tell you guys about your health child because we're talking about mental health, but something that's just as important is your physical mm-hmm. health. Huh? One of the things um, that Kevin and I got married really young, like 20 and 21, and we didn't want children, and but we I didn't have... This. Uh, we didn't want to turn it in, in college, child. Oh, at the time. Okay. Nah. Uh, but we didn't have jobs. And so we needed access to affordable birth control. Yeah. Is that what people call it these days? Birth control? Mm-hmm. Okay. I wasn't sure if that's like the still the right term. Mm-hmm. Okay. In my mind, I called it something else. Um, so we <laughs> wanted access to affordable um, birth control. And you want things that are convenient because, child, life is busy. Hey, we all have a gazillion things on our to-do list and being able to take control over your reproductive health in a way that is productive and convenient is everything that we are about. So I want to tell you about Simple Health. Here's how Simple Health works. You're going to go to simplehealth.com slash love hour, fill out an online health profile with your medical history conditions and birth control preferences simple health is designed by doctors and every patient is carefully reviewed by a doctor so they're bringing the doctor's office to you what does that mean convenience that means you can skip the hassle of appointments pharmacy lines but still get quality care plus their doctors and customer care team are just a message away best of all simple health is free with most insurance plans so you can pay absolutely nothing to use the service every month and for those of you without insurance it's still super affordable pills start at just $15 a month and monthly shipping is free 
for everyone. The annual prescription is usually $20, but my listeners can try Simple Health for free. Just go to simplehealth.com slash love hour or enter love hour at checkout. I want to mention that this isn't a replacement for routine checkout checkups with your doctor. You still need those for your overall health, but it is the most convenient and comfortable way to get your birth control. Try a better way to get birth control with Simple Health by going to simplehealth.com slash love hour or just enter love hour at checkout. Give it a try and thank me later. I also want to tell you about Canvas People. You guys, first of all, you guys supported Canvas People the last go around. So thank you guys so much. They have decided to support the podcast again because you supported them. Canvas People is great because they print your favorite memories and um, on, you know, your favorite cherished memories on canvas and allows you to keep them and display them beautifully in your home you guys have seen the one kevin and i have in our home um and what simple simple health and what canvas people is doing for our listeners for a limited time is offering their popular 11 by 14 photo canvas for free Free! that's right for free free these are normally 69.99 but for this week only you'll pay nothing just cover shipping and handling to get your free canvas text kevin that's k-e-v-i-n to 48 48 48 just pay shipping and handling this offer won't last again text kevin that's k-e-v-i-n to 48 48 48 again kevin to 48 48 48 Okay, so I think we've covered um, all of the points on clearing structure. Did you mm-hmm. want to add anything? Add anything? No, I think that's good. Not that I yeah. can give you. Yeah. I feel like we. I think you guys did a fantastic go- job um, explaining it, and I hope that it was um, productive and practical um, for you to kind of take in. And if you're interested in the resource or the app, we'll allow time for them to explain it, but also include all of that in the description box um, notes. Um, but you have been able to use or have used the clear instruction, I guess, and other tips. Um, in your own life in conflict resolution. Oh, so yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, we, we just, we, it's like one of our number one go-to things mm-hmm. is like, and I think the most thing is like being intentional about it mm-hmm. and knowing what you want to say yes. and getting my mm-hmm. thoughts, getting my stuff together before I come at her in any way, you know, and yeah. it's, it's, if you make that a daily practice or just a, I don't know, a practice in general, it's pretty good. And it works with other people too, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You can use the clearing structure for any relationship, which Love is that. amazing. Like yeah. we've had. Uh, some of our listeners use it with their bosses. Mm. Um, we've had parent child dyna- like, you know, people are healing their relationship with their family yes. using clearing structure. But um, one of the things that has been really helpful for us walking through our own journey is how we repaired the trust in our story, sure. which is something that we talked about wanting to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, because I like I mean, like we said, Seth lied and looked at pornography, but I was crazy. I mean, it was not like that was the thing that mm -hmm. messed us all up. It was the thing that set off kind of, it was like the the button for the atomic bomb. It wasn't the bomb. Oh, it was. Yeah, but uh, (laughs) yeah, and so we, we have walked through like rebuilding trust because it we were so broken before, Mm -hmm. like our trust was not even really, I was so jealous of it. I mean, any woman walked by, I was not trustful of him anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this all happened. So then we used the clearing structure to repair, but then we, we um like we came up with these steps. I wrote them out yesterday. I was yes. super jazzed about it. I'm like five steps to rebuild uh trust in your marriage. Because Ten. it is such a hard so hard. 
It's such a hard thing to do. So I, I wanted to read those and we can talk about, I want to talk about each one because yes. I think they're yeah. all um, And when we're talking good. about trust, we're not just talking about like, okay, somebody stepped out or cheated or whatever. I mean, obviously that's a major one, mm-hmm. but it can be other stuff too. Agreed. Like yeah. what, money. What is we this? Broke tr- I broke Melissa's trust when um, I bought her a car mm. or bought a, uh, I bought a car. Uh-huh. Right. It yeah. ended up being hers, mm-hmm. but that wasn't the plan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> My cl- clutch went out in, the, in this old Civics I, I had, and it was like two grand to fix it, mm-hmm. and it was worth like five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, we gotta, you know, we gotta do something. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, let's talk about it. And I'm like, obviously, we need to do something. So, long story short, I thought we talked about it because obviously I need a car. Sold the car on Craigslist. Yep. Within like an hour, which was crazy. And I was honest, like, yo, this the clutch is that you don't go past twenty miles per hour. And went to the dealership. Told her I was just gonna go look around. Um, I did look around. And they got you. And they got me. <laughs> Great deal. Yep. Came home with a brand new Honda and a brand new upset wife. Mm. <laughs> because she was so mad that she felt like I made a, a huge financial commitment yeah. without her. Mm-hmm. And that was breaking our trust mm-hmm. because she wanted to have a conversation about it. And it had some lingering effects. So it doesn't have to always be yeah. cheating, you know, Porn, uh, illicit relationships. Mm-hmm. It can be financially big purchases. You know, it, it, and that that was ours. Yeah. Yeah. How did yeah. that make you feel? Um, in the moment, I was so mad, but I realized actually, as you're talking about it and looking back on it in the moment, it ties to something I just said earlier. It wasn't just this isolated event of buying a car. Mm-hmm. It was a lingering feeling that you go off and make. And I realize now, again, looking like having 2020 and looking back, that it carried over where I was feeling like you are making decisions and not including me. Mm-hmm. That's something we talked about on the tour. Mm-hmm. And so that is, it's not just you bought a car. It is this bigger problem of that you make decisions and I'm not included. It makes me feel like I'm not valued, Mm -hmm. like I am a subsidiary, like I am, like you are running the show and I, this isn't a partnership. It is you steering and I'm just kind of a passenger on the boat. You're an afterthought. Yes, Mm -hmm. I'm an afterthought and I don't like that feeling. So if we're going to be in a marriage, if we're gonna be in a partnership, if we're gonna do this thing called life together, I need to be included on these, with you in these decisions. Mm -hmm. That's super hard though and I like, because sometimes if, if we're making these big decisions, sometimes they got to be like, snap, you know? Yeah. Sure. And like, there's been zillions of times, because I do all the travel stuff when we go, and you know, and I'm like, Melanie, is this fine? You know? And she's like, yeah, whatever. And then we end up there and she's tripping out. And I'm That's like, girlfriend. That's problem. I'm like, <laughs> I, I told you these things, right? But we didn't talk about it. We didn't plan it out. We didn't process it. I'm like, it. we had to get it done, you mm-hmm. know? So then I feel like, oh, you don't trust me. You don't, you don't, yeah. or not, not trust me, but you don't feel like I can take care of stuff well, like you it did. just clicked it's trust in a different I did way. it right the car that broke down was my car mm-hmm. and that's how I was getting to the shoots house making money mm-hmm. she didn't see and she had her own job mm-hmm. that she was working to mm-hmm. and we had another car that hers worked fine so she wasn't as in she wasn't as as she didn't have as much urgency, urgency. to get this car yeah, fixed yeah. Yeah. but what just clicked when you said that is 
when you were not moving quickly, it was making me feel like I'm not doing my part in in the relationship as a husband. Mm-hmm. If I don't have this car, I can't get to shoots. I can't get paid. I can't do my part. Mm-hmm. You can still do what you need to do for the family. So maybe you don't really care that much because mm-hmm. your your work is not affected. But my my responsibility as a husband and father is to provide for my family. Without a car, I can't. This is before Uber, right. which seems crazy. <laughs> right. Um, but without that, I can't. I can't do that. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll pay for it. It was the, the bill. The, the thing was like two forty nine a month. I've got amazing credit. Uh, so I was like, <laughs> I don't know why you're tripping. Like, I'm going to pay the car. Yeah. Like, right. I'm not even asking for your help. And I got to get this bread. But I didn't come at her with this is when you don't move quickly. It makes me feel that you don't respect me as a husband. Yeah. It's just like, we need to get this car, girl. You tripping. Yeah. Because right. you were panicked. How am I going to make money? How yes. am I going to do this? Right. How am I going to do that? Because I had to shoot like in two days right and she had to work that same day so it just happened to be like a three-day holiday so i'm like girl this is the lord's divine order <laughs> that i go get it today it's a, right. it's a sale it worked out it worked out the lord told me going to buy it now and it was a honda <laughs> one accord amen biblical Ooh, yeah. come on in here huh that is the lord <laughs> the lord <laughs> but we did have to rebuild trust and i, I want y'all to get to this because i don't think we did it in any shape or fashion yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i think we just kind of like mucked our way through it yeah. um, and it'd be more helpful to have a plan of action yeah. yeah well and that's exactly why we came up with the five steps because it was like we didn't have a plan of action either and yeah. it t- I feel like it took it a it's like a, of, uh, an 11 day journey that took 40 years yes. right yes. it was yes. like what are yes. we doing yes. right. walking around this mountain yes. um, but the that analogy that, biblical analogy the <laughs> analogy that I use uh, for this idea was like when you break trust it's like build it's like breaking the bridge between two islands yes. right it's the thing that connects you trust is the reason like you're with your partner Mm -hmm. and when it's broken it's like you took a bridge and it's gone Mm -hmm. right and so my my step one in this process is that repairing trust in your marriage takes a lot of support right Mm -hmm. just like rebuilding your bridge takes cranes and supports and scaffolding and temporary stays rebuilding and this support rebuild or sorry and this rebuilding support might look like a church community mm-hmm. trusted friends and family who you can talk to a therapist awesome right? uh, relationship podcast really a relationship podcast and these this support group this system that you need when you rebuild this trust is the thing that holds you when you're the weakest right like yes. when a bridge is broken and you're trying to rebuild it it's really weak mm-hmm. and you need the supports there to hold you while you're weak so that was step number one that I wish someone had told me like you need like it's a bridge that's messed up. You need support. Because mm-hmm. I was trying to hide it yes. from everybody. Like, I was mm. embarrassed. Because I, I gave him a black eye. How, yeah. how eager I had to walk I, around with that. Yeah. How eager am I to tell... You know, it's funny. Tell that story about one of your clients said. Oh. So, yeah. So, I, a therapist. So, I got a, you know, a bunch of clients and stuff. And um, one of the dads, I went to pick up his kid for uh, an appointment. And one of the dads looked at me and goes, what did he say? He's like, I get you. Nobody goes. No, he goes. All I did was look at him. He said, "Did your boss give you that?" Which I thought was so funny. Oh yeah, did the boss? But did your boss? Yeah. So it was like this kind of unspoken thing. I was like, "Yep, (laughs) she did, bro." Right, but but it does take support, and I wish. Like, what did I guess the car issue might have been different? But like, what support have y'all used in the past when you've walked through rebuilding something new? I. It's interesting you say that because I think I've chosen specific people in my life, Mm -hmm. not just people Mm -hmm. like my dad is really good because my dad is very level-headed and unbiased Mm -hmm. and and he doesn't uh jump to conclusion he doesn't necessarily jump to my side on stuff um my mom is i'm a mama's boy so it would would have been more difficult for me to be wrong in Mm -hmm. any way so 
when I'm being fair about marriage or other stuff. Like when I went to get another car, this is me and Melissa were cool with it. And I wanted to get like a crazy car. And I was sitting in it and I called my dad like, please tell me to get out. And he was <laughs> like, son, you don't need it, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I definitely use my my uh, my dad um, church. Um, yeah, I think so as well. Uh, especially early with the, uh, the Blackberry Gate. Um, there was uh, our pastor and our men's group, you know, being able to share with like-minded people who wanted your marriage to do well. Yeah, sure. yeah. You know what I mean? I think mm -hmm. that's a big key because sometimes I was talking to a friend of mine. He was getting like this terrible relationship advice from mm -hmm. like some old comics who like all cheat on their wives on the road. And he was mm -hmm. like, they were like, yeah, man, that's what the road is for, man. You got to go out here and get this road uh, butt. And I was like, this is awful. But they were all like divorced and like yeah. estranged from their kids and stuff. I'm like, dude, look at their look at the result of their advice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, is that the life that you want? He was like, I actually never thought about because he was looking at the result of their life as comedians, as comedians, mm -hmm. not the result of their life as husbands. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, yeah, that's all I was gonna say. But I wanted to ask you, who was your sports? So I don't go to people. <laughs> I go to books. Mm -hmm. um, and I think part of the reason why is because child, I don't be trusting everybody. Mm. I think that they mean well, but I don't always believe that people have the necessary um, skills to give you proper advice. Mm. And so I have found for me, myself personally, um, that reading books, going to different sites, even podcasts, yeah. to be honest, that have like reputable, like that's why I listen. I'm like, first of all, I'm like, Melanie is me. And Seth is who I want to be. <laughs> um, just with like that clinical aspect of stuff, I love. I get kind of geeky when it comes to that kind of stuff because I think that's what arming people with that type of knowledge is what makes the difference. Mm -hmm. Going to people that mean well but don't always know, they can lead you astray on accident. Yeah. And so I'm always leery of that. So I use a lot of um, I love that resources. Yeah, like use that. resources mm -hmm. as your support. So then mm -hmm. number two is that trust will not look like it did in the past. This I is a new this. type of trust. It's mm. a different type of trust. If you want a bridge to withstand, to withstand much more than your old bridge could handle, it has to have more accountability, more flexibleness, more give and take. And so that's what the one thing I wish I had known is that, yeah, the old bridge is gone. And I, the new one is not going to look the same. That's so key. And you don't want it to look the right. same. Your old one sucked. Right. That's why it exploded. Yeah, that's probably what, what got you there in the first place. Yeah. Like, yes. For some reason, this, you know, I don't know, this theme is coming up, but uh, that saying, you know, we all have a plan until we get punched in the face. Yes, yes. Mike Tyson said that, right? <laughs> yes. So we had a plan and it wasn't working and then I got punched in the face yeah. and then it's like, okay, our bridge that is literally gone. happened to you. Literally, yeah. right? So everything has to be rebuilt. Mm -hmm. Everything. Yeah, so, oh, hold on, guys. Oh, I, I, I just want to double check myself before I said this. You know that one of the keys to building a big, a, a bridge in real life? Tell it's us. a trust. That is the typical con consisting, uh, it's a framework typically consisting of rafters, posts, and struts supporting a roof, bridge, or other structure. Oh, I love So that. in order to have trust, Look at God. you gotta He's have here. trust. Huh? 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 Wait, I, I even Googled it because so I was churchy. like, this is so good. Is so I, want, I want to be right and not wrong. It should say trust, and then the T at the end is a cross. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yes. Five that's ways to Low key. Trust. That's a new merch. Uh, new, uh, new merch. New alert. merch alert. New merch alert. Wait, I want to just stay on 
this point really, really quickly because I think this is such an important Yeah, key. that's so good. And I think it's important because recognizing, number one, that the old form of doing things wasn't working. Yeah. You don't even, and that's the hardest thing because you think that once, oh, we're supposed to get better, it needs to mirror what I was once yes. comfortable with. It needs to mirror what I once knew. And so telling yourself that's old. Mm -hmm. What has happened, I, I use this example in, um, in the love hour in our live and I call it the inciting incident. Have I talked about this mm. on, on the platform here? No, I think you only did it on the live. No, okay. So mm. the inciting incident. So the way that it works is that, um, well, little backstory. Kevin and I wanted to do, write a script together and I don't consider myself creative. I don't know anything about this process. So I started reading a whole bunch of books. And once, cause I like resources. Yeah. So I was reading this book and it talks about like how to structure, like a pilot basically, or how to structure a show. And it talks about an inciting incident. And what that means is when you watch a movie, as an example, they establish a world. Then something happens. Once that happens, it forces you into a new world, mm. never to return to what was. Mm. So as an example, one of the books I use uses um, Breaking Bad as an example. Breaking Bad starts off with Walter Wright as a middle school or high school teacher. He's middle class. He's suburban, you know, kind of barely nerd. make ends meet, but he's making, he's a nerd. Yeah, that's the world that he's currently in. He goes to the doctor. He gets a diagnosis that he has cancer of cancer. some sort, I don't remember. And once that diagnosis, that's his inciting incident. He has this moment where he realized, I can't afford this. Like, what am I going to do? I don't know how I'm going to live my life with this concert. I don't think Walter White said, child, I can't afford this. That is what he said. Child, I can't afford this. What Pull up do? the scripture. I'm broke. The, scripture, the, scripture, the script. <laughs> Season one, episode one. <laughs> he said, child, how am I going to make it? <laughs> uh, literally written out just like that. Um, and so he decides to connect with um, his student and becomes a Heisenberg. Heisenberg. He becomes Heisenberg. He starts uh, cooking meth, all of these things. That forces him into a whole new world. Mm -hmm. Never to, he'll never be Walter White, scene one, opening one of this show. Mm -hmm. Same thing happens to us. Mm -hmm. You have a world that's a stop. You get married. You say, I do. You think you are in fairyland. Yeah. Suddenly you have this event that happens, whether it's porn, whether your trust is broken, whether you bought a car, whatever it is. That is your inciting incident. Once you go through repairing your world, your life together, it will never look like what it, and it never will. Mm -hmm. your, your mind is now open to things that are different. You've shared something even, to be low-key honest, the intimacy level between you is now even deeper because those secrets are no longer there. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you now you can be fully seen, mm. fully valued, fully the good, the bad, the ugly. Look, you see all of me now. I've fully mm -hmm. exposed myself we will never go back to what was and being okay with that mm. is the first step to really being able to move forward otherwise you're always going to be trying to hold on and grab the past yeah that's the big thing like being okay with that not trying to go back yes to like i said before to romanticize yeah. the past but like well my family of origin did it this way and it's like we also go back to what we know yes you know what i'm saying so whether we're stressed or tired or hungry or whatever we usually default back to that unless we create those new patterns like no that's the old me i'm yes. not i'm not yeah. going to act that way i'm going to do this right so mm -hmm. but you gotta 
you got to be willing to go there and that's the biggest <laughs> thing because like I, personally i hadn't been willing sometimes she hasn't all my like clients in therapy like yo you you gotta no yeah this doesn't work anymore right this ain't working so you got to be open to that number three is that creating this new trust takes a lot of time yes that's what i wish someone had told me because mm -hmm. again you want your bridge to be stronger better withstand more things you know all of the stuff you want all of those things there and that takes a very long time yes. that literally might be months years mm -hmm. yeah. if it's a big enough break yeah it will take a probably long the bigger the trust break the the longer the time yeah. period to to repair i would assume yeah yeah, yeah. well I mean? there's the, the saying like trust takes an instant to be destroyed yes. but it takes a long like, time yeah, to yeah. so mm -hmm. we're in la we live in seattle both terrible traffic you got you you ever seen a bridge being built Mm -hmm. It takes a minute. It takes, it takes a, a while. long right. minute. Yeah. Let me tell you what else you want to last a long time. An <laughs> erection. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was for Bluetooth. <laughs> that was that was excellent. That, was good. that is one thing you do want to be that fast is a lot, and strong. Listen, <laughs> and sometimes um, we don't always have the capability of making it last long on our own. Make and so Blue Chew is here to help. Blue it is Chew for more than the just those with, it gives you the erection you deserve for the length of time that you need. Mm -hmm. uh, it is for more than just erectile dysfunction. It is for those who just want Performance enhancement. Performance enhancement. You don't just want to score seven points and two rebounds. You want a triple. You double. want the whole triple <laughs> double. Listen, guys, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It is for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue True is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness, embarrassment, all of the things. Um, they're made in the USA, and since Blue True prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use promo code LOVEHOUR. Love hour. Just pay $5 for shipping. $5. Again, that's BlueChew, B-L-U-E, Chew.com, promo code LOVEHOUR Love to hour. try it free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we we thank them for sponsoring the Love Hour podcast. Is number four on there free samples to see? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, so number four uh, about the trust bridges was that you need to vent your feelings um, in a way that is going to be beneficial and helpful and not just plop them back on your new bridge, right? Yeah. So you made a new bridge, it's a new good. thing, that all this stuff. Good. Do not put that junk back onto mm. that new so bridge. Because that's what I was doing. I did that for years like I you know I said okay I forgive you we're gonna work through this we're gonna do the hard work we're gonna go see a therapist blah blah and then when I would get angry mm. it was just like like a plow just like a snow plow of all the crap that I was ever mad at Seth for and I'd just be like see yeah. and it's just there now what <laughs> so I really recommend not doing that and you can do there's a couple tools to get you know to stop doing that one is if you have a therapist you can talk to your therapist you could vent to a friend but like you were saying it's got to be someone that is actually helpful for your marriage a good person with good advice not whatever not anything bad I'm not going to get money advice from a poor person yeah right? yeah yeah, yeah. So you, should, yeah. you should take uh, marriage advice from you know your girlfriend who's like I don't know whatever people or, who you know, don't have good like marriages yeah. or something like you know, look at who you're talking like, that's to just, that's not wise consider right? the choice or consider, the choice yeah, yeah so um, yeah, you know yeah. what's funny about that you mentioned that this friend of mine who doesn't own a home 
he posted this thing on his Instagram. This guy was like, at home is a bad investment. You don't get this and that, and you don't, and you can't. And I'm like, and he was like, yeah, see, the the, the guy. Yeah. And I was like, that's completely wrong. Right. He was like, the guy was like, you need to rent your home. You, you don't need to ever buy it. You, you pay just like you rent a hotel, you should rent your house. And I was like, first of all, you can live, home is a, an investment you can live in. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was like, but what about money you put down? Like a lot of times people don't put money down. Long story short of it, he was getting advice from somebody who didn't even understand how the thing really worked. Right. I was yeah. like, you can get, we had a house that we didn't put any money down and it's earning equity right now. Right. And he was mm-hmm. like, really? I thought you had to put money down. Like, And sometimes you put money down, but what you earn in equity over time is 10, 20 times what you put down. Easy. So he got what he thought was good advice from yeah. a terrible source. Right. And had I not been like, bro, that's completely wrong. Vet he would have lived his whole life. Vet your source. And your vetting should be the result you have in your life. But yeah, so I think venting the like and not putting the old stuff onto your new bridge so is good. super, super important. And then number five is that your new trust will need regular maintenance, but not obsessive and fear-based like uh, constant yeah. badgering and all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. when they build a new bridge, yes, they have scheduled maintenance. They check the trusses. They do whatever they need to do to make sure that it's working. And that will happen. You'll have to go, okay, wait, we built this new bridge. Is there, it does it is it working right? Are there like weak spots or whatever? Mm-hmm. But it there is a very fine line, and, and I was on that. Like we get lots of messages from listeners that are like, "Well, I have his phone. I check his phone all the time. I'm always looking at his phone. Is he looking at this? Is he doing that? Is he texting this person?" It's like you can do that, but you're that's not a way to live, and yeah. you're not going to be happy about that. He's not going to be happy about that, you know. And it's yeah. going to just damage your your trust now. Yeah. Because even when you, because the comedian said this was really funny. He say, you know, your wife or girlfriend always go through your phone and they they only get mad when they find something. <laughs> but if they don't find anything, he was like, you should have to give me sex. Yeah. <laughs> if you go through it and don't find nothing, I need a reward. Because yeah, for all good. the times you go through and find something, you're going to trip. Yeah. Yeah. So when I have a great day, you, I need a reward or something mm-hmm. like that. And I think that is so true. I want to go back to two things you said of those five points. To me, the two most important are the this will not look like it used to look right. mm-hmm. and time mm-hmm. yeah. i think for what we when we were going through our stuff early and even in the past we often wanted to look like what it looked like yes. before and the realization Inciting that it can't, incident it will not yes yeah. it can't and it shouldn't and it mm-hmm. shouldn't like that is those are two separate words but equally important yes. it can't because it just can't mm-hmm. and it shouldn't because it didn't work right. and if you accept that okay that's that's this, this is not going to work. So what does it look like? Mm-hmm. A lot of times in tour, we have problems and there's just like uh, one time we had a problem with a venue and they just were like, they didn't have the right seating. And what I would want it to be is what I thought I was going to get is exactly there. Yeah. That option is not on the table. Right. Right. So what is on the table? Yeah, yeah. We can do this. We can do that. Mm-hmm. It can look like this, that or that. But one thing I think in our marriage is looking exactly like it did in the past that is off the table. Mm-hmm, right. Even if you didn't do anything yeah. to destroy it, mm-hmm. there's some parts of that that you will just never see the same. You know, like when that, I was texting that girl early in our relationship, Melissa might have not ever crossed her mind what I'm doing on my phone. Mm-hmm. Never, ever, ever. Mm-hmm. After that moment, she might not do it every time, but she's never going to have that blanket trust yeah. the same way that she had mm-hmm. right. in the past. And you, you might build retrust and stuff like that, but it should never, because she was part of it was naive. Mm-hmm. She was naive and True. I was naive and, and, and stuff like that. So you just were not going to be that, uh, that young, inexperienced, mm-hmm. naive. So mm-hmm. you're not even going to see the world the same either. Yeah, mm-hmm. so true. I think that's super important because I think with trust being broken, 
we get discouraged because we because we it's like man I used to be like this I used to just be able to do this yep. and it'd be cool mm-hmm. and now and now it takes a lot more work yeah. and it's taking a lot mm-hmm. more time but I think the thing that you said that I think is the most impactful is with this five steps there's hope mm-hmm. you know what I mean like regardless of what the the trust issue was there's hope that this can work again mm-hmm. if I if I'm okay with it looking different what we really need to do is make sure this bridge works mm-hmm. I really just want to go to Gig Harbor or to Bremerton or something yeah. like that. I just want to go across the Golden Gate Bridge. I want it to be safe. As long as it's safe, mm-hmm. you know, I think, you know, that's the, that's like the little tinge of hope that we can look for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And building that bridge together too. Yeah. yeah. Right? So it's not just one like, okay, I got the plans, I got the materials, I'm going to put all this together. Yeah. Right. Because then that leaves the other partner out and it's just not as healthy as a process. And let me ask you guys something real quick. Like, are would you guys, so, the, the idea of not going back, oh, I just wish it was this way, it should be this way, and mm-hmm. like, you know, being pissed and upset about all that. Like, would you personally want to be exactly who you were two years ago? Absolutely not. Yeah. Right? What about no, you? No, no. Right? So that growth, that growth mindset is like, I'm glad I'm here. Yeah. And it's like, if I hadn't learned the things, you know, in the past two years, I wouldn't have this right now and look at this and this possibility and this. So growth, although it's hard and hurts, it's like growing pains, you know? Yeah. Right. My legs are, you know, when you're a kid or whatever. It's like, okay, I'm growing. I'm going through some uncomfortableness, but now I'm going to be taller or Mm. bigger or whatever. That's a good thing. And those failures are what, so people always ask me in business, how do you get there? People don't, what they don't want to hear is a lot of mistakes right. is what causes you to be good at anything, mm-hmm. especially business, marriage. It's yeah. it's renting a, man, This the last two years of touring, we learned a lot. And one time I was like, man, I got this venue for $300, right? We go there, it's a high school, <sighs> which I knew, but they show you these great pictures of the venue and sound equipment. We get there and no one knows we're supposed to be having a comedy show. Luckily, a, a janitor was mopping, and they were like, "You got a got a what? That's terrible comedy show." Oh, okay. Well, the gym's over there. Oh. Where's the sound person? Oh, they left. So here's how you plug it in. So I'm just like, oh. Hmm. <laughs> so now I realize three hundred dollars isn't always the best way to do yeah. it because right. when you only pay three hundred dollars, you get three hundred dollars worth of <laughs> yep. of show. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The lights were off in the beginning of the show, oh. so all that stuff is like, okay, next time I see why you get a union theater. It's mm-hmm. expensive, but you're, they're going to be there. They're going to have the yeah. right people. Mm-hmm. So all that comes from making mistakes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? All these years. And that's the same thing with marriage. Like um, understanding how I, it's funny. Uh, one thing I didn't do early in our marriage is how is Melissa going to respond to this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if I do this, how she, you know, I just do stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she'd be tripping. And then I realized the next time that happens, I can like, you know, that's a raven when her eye went like. <laughs> and I see Melissa like. <laughs> you laughed entirely too hard joshua <laughs> don't police his laughter you know but all, the, all those mistakes lead to like oh let's let's do this because mm-hmm. my wife will feel like this like we had a big issue with the gift i bought melissa over mother's day and seeing her reaction in the, the resulting blow up and like okay now let me not buy gifts that i want her mm-hmm. to have yep I, I called that episode yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right huge I'll, mistake yeah. with the right intention a little bit, mm-hmm. some wrong intention, but now then this, I had the opportunity of doing that before, after that, and being like, "Nah, Melissa will not like that. Let's not do this. Mm-hmm. This won't look good," you know, um, blase, blase. Yeah, <laughs> I love listening to podcasts and like when. Uh, I was like, yep, that's me, that's me. <laughs> oh, and that is definitely, definitely <laughs> Melanie right there. Because like the whole gift, like you know, love language stuff. Is yeah, like, yeah. I've gotten her stuff, and she's been like, 
what is this? Yeah. Now I gotta, now I gotta no, look at this. What is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is so, this? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I love it. Anything else did you guys want to add? I think this has been a super great oh. episode. Um, it has been so good. I hope it's been as beneficial as for you guys listening as it has been for me and um, shall we enjoy them so if we talked a lot we enjoyed our yeah. guests I'm sorry we tried to do better she but y'all we just that ain't even comment I, you know why because they be there every time I low he turned not low key I all the way turned off my comment mm-hmm. I used to get him on my um, I didn't turn off the comments oh, but I used to get the, the, notifications. the notifications I was like I'm not fooling with y'all we messed hey. up the Righteous Ratchet episode with Trevor so bad I just I'm not even looking at the comments yes. it's all negative I don't yes. need to hear it yes. mind your business so mm-hmm. before because um, I was like they always look like they wanted to say something y'all cut them off is there anything that you would like to say uh. before we close out this episode make sure you tell us about your app as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I, yeah I just want to talk about the app and again go back to like the and our podcast the Anatomy of Marriage podcast and the Get Your Marriage on app are tools that we made mm-hmm. because we wanted tools like that yes. when yeah. we were going through everything. Yeah. So this isn't like a, we're trying to make money or we want to be cool. Yeah. This is literally like... The tools you wish you had. Yeah, yeah. like why wasn't Those there this show? Those also get good businesses. On Shark Tank, a lot of time it's the thing that somebody so wish they squatty had. squatty potty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, squatty potty. The cup that connects to the plate. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a thing you yeah. wish you had. Yeah, and that's literally the whole purpose for all of it. And so all of it is like legitimately from our hearts and from our lives and from our experience and from his therapy practices and mm-hmm. all of that. So that's really all I wanted to say. Is was that, that, And they get that in the app store or go to yeah, the Yeah, you can go to, well, get your marriage on is the app. You can get in the app store. You have mm-hmm. it in Google, whatever, whatever Android, Android people Yeah, use. whatever you Ooh. guys do. Yeah. Um, the, this is why we knew Google we loved them because they're a total iPhone Google stuff. Play or something? Ew. I don't know. The Boost Mobile store? <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> and then you Metro. can, and same thing with the anatomy marriage podcast you can get it on uh, iTunes or whatever wherever just Google Apple it Apple Podcasts or wherever, wherever. Yeah, go the yeah. Apple store we, we do know. have some uh, stuff coming up you can check out at anatomyofmarriage.com mm-hmm. we got like a, a mastermind coming up where it's like oh, yeah. a monthly thing where we just chill and like give good advice get advice it's like that yeah. support group we were talking yeah. about it's yeah. like it's, yeah. this, this isn't lame advice you're getting from your divorced uncle you know uh, <laughs> who, who's got five you know side hustle uh, girlfriends or whatever. Some beer in. Yeah. Right, right. So side hustle like, girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's working it, right? No, but uh, this is like real advice from other people who want yeah. good advice and are looking for yeah, it. You know, got, so it's like yeah, a community we've got lots of lot of going people. on. So in our mastermind is kind of a solution for people who can't afford therapy. It's like, what do we, it's $69 a month and yes. you're part of this group and we get live video chats every week and it's a, it's a, it is the community that you go, yeah. what do I do now? I got to yes. talk to somebody. Yes. It's that. Right. And Love it's, it significantly less expensive than therapy. Yeah, therapy be. But yeah, so yeah. check those out and thank you so much for having us on. Thank oh, you guys. Yeah, we love so you guys. Much. Much. This is yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love when I think people are a certain way and I meet them and they yeah. meet that expectation <laughs> and you guys are exactly who I envisioned you to be and so thank you for being um who you are and yeah. for flying all the way to LA, you know two hours or however long that flight is two and, um, two and a half hours from Seattle to be with us today thank you, thank you thank you thank you Delta. Delta we yeah. flew them Delta yeah 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 thanks for flying us down yeah, here yeah, yeah. it's been cool. so fun yeah oh yeah. yeah LA's crazy yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I've never been here yeah uh, what am I seeing I've seen a, everything yeah it's a lot. All it's welcome a lot. to the crazy yeah. land <laughs> um so again thank you to our sponsors today we had third love simple health canvas people and blue chew thank you guys so much for supporting the co- podcast as always the podcast is free to you but it is ad supported so please support our sponsors by supporting our sponsors you are supporting us support melanie and seth i love everything that they do like i said if you love us you will fall in love with them everything will be 
in the description box. I'll make sure I get all of your information. Mm. Um, they have a, a daily um, show that they do. It's like a prayer or something that you guys do every day. It used to we be do, like yeah, a... It's marriage mornings. Marriage mornings, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you can follow them if you want your daily dose and um, follow their Instagram. Chat all the things. Just all the things. <laughs> all the things. Um, so thank you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. Until the next time. Bye. 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 Yep.